Welcome to Victory in Faith Now podcast, episode number two. Welcome to Victory in Faith Now with your hosts, Reverend Philip and Kay Hughes. This is a ministry podcast show where you'll hear teachings on how to expand your faith and build your authority in Christ regarding spiritual warfare. On occasion, there will be time for you, the listener, to call in live. Our show will include testimonials, special guests, and special guest hosts. Also, with programs that will teach you the uncompromising Word of God. So, if you're looking to obtain knowledge and rock-solid teachings regarding such subjects as the occult, witchcraft, the origin of evil spirits, angels and demons, generational curses, Satan, the Holy Spirit, the power of prayer, the blood covenant, healing, faith, authority, and much, much more, then welcome to Victory and Faith Now! You can also visit our website at www.victoryandfaithnow.org. And now, here's your host's... Reverend Philip and wife Kay Hughes. Wow, great intro. Well, this is Phil Hughes, and um, my wife uh, is out and about today, so she's not really in the studio with me, so I'm here by myself, but that's okay. Uh, we're going to be getting into some very interesting things. Today's episode, episode number two, and if we're on proper time and date, um, uh, according to our uh, programs, this should be uh, being played on Wednesday the 8th and uh, of June 2016. I'm sorry. Um, had a, a flashback there, I guess. Anyway, we are, uh, we are going to get into an episode here which is entitled God of This World and Sin and Death. Maybe it may or may not sound a little bit interesting, but uh, I think you're going to find it interesting because we're going to do is we're going to get a little bit farther back as far as where Satan originated from and who basically was known as Lucifer, uh, how he originated, uh, what his basic goals are. Um, I know a lot of people come, well, you know, we already know that is because he's constantly just, you know, continuously harassing people, causing lots of issues, pain, sickness, disease, etc. And although that's true, but the thing is, there's a reason for it. And uh, we're going to get into a little bit of that. So just this, give me just this two seconds here. I'm going to open up with a little bit of prayer. Mainly, I like to do that mainly just to, for the simple fact that we need to do that when we get into uh, this type of uh, ministry because spiritual warfare is not a joke by any means. Anybody who's been involved in any of it at all can tell you that. So, Father, right now we just thank you that as we get into your word and uh, we uh, have the opportunity to be able to teach a little bit of this, to give knowledge to those out there that would be listening, that they would have their minds open to it, uh, not be closed-minded about it, but, Father God, let them really truly be ministered through the Holy Spirit in it, and we honor you, Father, for speaking through my lips. Allow me to uh, be anointed enough to be able to teach your word and being able to do it uncompromisably with being able to use the scripture verses that are necessary to back up what is necessary. And that is to let people know what the true meaning of power and authority is in the fact that we are in a battle and we are in a warfare. And so, Father, I just ask for that anointing. 
as I go forth to do your bidding, your word, and Lord, also to uh, let them have their their ears open, their mind open. Let them have their mind be like a sponge for those who are really into this word. Let them gain uh, insight from it and knowledge from it and be able to utilize it for the rest of their life that they can also help others that may have some interest in it just from what they've learned. Uh, let them be able to use it in their own families to guard against uh, the enemy as he comes against them and their family members. Uh, we charge angels around about them to watch over and protect them. And in every area of their life, Father God, just prosper them mentally, physically, spiritually, financially, in every area. And so, Father, right now, we just thank you for that, and we just get into this word because this is your word, this is your time. And I give it to you because this is my calling that you've asked me to do, and so, therefore, Father, I'm trying to do your will. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to get into this right now, and I am going to open with a little bit of info, a little bit of knowledge about where the supernatural forces of the enemy comes from. And just for general purposes, so that you're aware of this, um, you know, we do want you to know we will be doing a lot more as we go forward, okay? You know, I mean, as we, we said, <clears throat> you know, this starts back even, um, I guess, I mean, this goes all the way back to Genesis or even before that, actually. But just as an opener, I mean, to start with, uh, when God created the universe... There were three sets of angels that were in charge that he put into position. One first one um, was Lucifer, which we know as Satan. Lucifer was, his whole primary objective and responsibility was is to praise God, worship God, honor God. He was a beautiful angel. Matter of fact, the probably most beautiful angel of all. But he had one-third of the heaven with him, which are other angels who are now become demonic beings. He took them with him when he was kicked out of heaven uh, simply because of his pride. And we'll get into a little bit of that in a few minutes. But mainly, he was, um, you know, he was there to worship God through music. And so this is one of the reasons why today, and I know I'm going to hear a lot of backlash on this from people that are into the rock and roll and various things of that nature and acid rock and the, um, you know, the heavy metal and all of those kinds of things. And I'm not trying to go after the bands or any of the kind of music that they're into. I'm just telling you right now, part of the reason why we have some of the distortion of music in today's society is because what he did for good for God, he's also used now to gain influence over the young. Um, and it's not just in, in the, the rock music either. I mean, it goes into country. Um, it goes into hip-hop. It goes into a lot of different ver uh, venues of music. Now, for many years, I, I had a, um, a mobile DJ company, uh, one of the second, probably the second largest DJ company in the state of Arizona when I was out there. And so I played a big variety of musics, but there were some that I just did not go with, and I just stayed away from. Uh, heavy metal, rock, heavy rock of that type, and especially rap, you know, especially a lot of it with the language that they have today and hip-hop in it. It's just, it just wasn't, 
suitable, you know, and that I could see in my taste uh, doing DJ type work like that. So therefore, it surely didn't show any praise or honor to God. So what I'm saying is, is that Satan started out in that manner, and he got big-headed, swelled himself, um, got prideful, and ended up getting kicked out of heaven for it. In that, he took one third of those angels. Now, the second one, which was Michael, Michael is the warring angel. His responsibility is to watch over and protect. Okay, If you see an angel or pictures of angels, every once in a while you'll see some with swords. That is their responsibility, is to watch over and protect God's anointed people. And so, therefore, if you're a child of God, you're under the umbrella, you're one of the anointed children of God that he has picked, where you can enjoy yourself and um, get out there and and uh, maybe get involved in a church, or you just uh, maybe you don't maybe you don't sing, maybe you're not in the choir, maybe you're not a youth pastor, uh, maybe you're not a minister, a traveling minister, evangelist, uh, you know, a bishop, or whatever it might be. That's that's fine. That's that's not necessarily the kind of calling I'm talking about. I'm calling about or talking about the calling of just being able to say I am a Christian, and with that. There's a certain amount of authority, a certain amount of power that you have that's been designated and given to you. We'll get into that a little bit here in a minute, too. But the third angel is Gabriel. Now, Gabriel, his responsibility and his angels are the, basically the, the messenger angels. And so sometimes we hear what we call intuition. Sometimes we may call it the Holy Spirit, which potentially could possibly be, too. But also... It's angels that will sometimes come and give you a message or make you feel something or whisper something in your ear that you don't even realize that's who it is. And those are messenger angels. One of the primary things would be when Jesus was born, the angel came to Mary prior to that and told her that she was going to become pregnant through the, uh, the Holy Spirit and that she was going to have a son who would be the savior of the, of the, uh, the world. He would be the Messiah. And that uh, in that, uh, he also came to, uh, to Joseph, her, her husband, and gave him a similar message indicating that his future wife uh, would be pregnant and that she was going to have a child and that child would be the savior of the world. Um, he has come to a lot of other people. He came to the shepherds to the wise men and led them and directed them to Bethlehem where Jesus was born. So these are messenger angels. So the warring angels, the messenger angels, and the, the, the angels uh, that were under Lucifer at the time, which was to worship, praise, and lift up and glorify God. Well, he decided he wanted the glory. And so one-third of those angels got kicked out of heaven. Uh, so when Lucifer was kicked out, he became quote, Satan, all right? And Satan, now, his primary goal is not to get so much back at us as Christians, as much as he uses us to get back at Jesus and to get back at God, one, because he got kicked out, two, because Jesus defeated him and he knows Jesus has the power and the authority. Now, before I go any farther, let me say this. We have won the war, okay? Well, let's say Jesus won the war. Um, because at the time that he died, those three days before, uh, while he was dead, before he, he was resurrected and came out of his grave tomb there, um, when that stone was rolled back, he went to hell and uh, he fought the enemy. He fought Satan, took the keys, and he gave those same keys to Peter 
Now, you've heard the story about Peter at the gate. Well, there you go. And basically what he did was when he beat him up, when, he, when that battle took place and he won uh, victory over the enemy, now, that, that ended the war. Now, but that doesn't end the battle because, you see, there's times even in history, uh, a good example is the Chinese or Japanese in World War II. Um, they were on some islands, and the war had already ended, but they were not aware of it. So when soldiers came on the island, they started shooting at them thinking that um, they were shooting at their enemy. And really, there was no enemy anymore because the war had ended. But because they were not aware of the war ending, they thought they still had a battle going. And that's what the enemy is doing. He has a battle in other words, he'll continue to battle even though the war has been won. And he knows that. He knows he's lost. But he is going to continue to stay focused on creating issues and problems for all of the Christian people to get back at Jesus or to get back at God. Because he thinks that if he can go through the anointed ones that he calls his children and cause havoc with them, then that's a way that he can win some souls or that he can potentially... Uh, make God look bad in everybody else's eyes. Well, not going to happen. Okay, so we are going to give you some information on that as far as where that you can find this power and authority. Now, when you get into when to the beginning of the of the um, the Bible, it starts right there from a fall. Now he fell, and then he created man to fall, which would be Adam and Eve, his wife, simply because they disobeyed God by trickery. We know Satan by many names. Uh, one of the names, of course, is that he, from Lucifer to, to the name Satan. But um, other names that he has is Beelzebub, Moloch, um, Abdid, the, uh, the abandoned one, the serpent, the dragon, the red dragon, the prince of darkness, the adversary, the archdemon, liar. He's known as the father of lies, the murderer, uh, God of this world. I mean, I can keep going on, but, you know, I think that that's enough. main thing is, is that he gained those names simply because of the fact that that's the way he was and is. <clears throat> He's out to steal, to kill, to destroy. And uh, scripturally, that's what that says. Um, but God said that I have come, though they might have life and have it more abundantly. Now, I'm not trying to preach. I'm trying to teach. There's a difference here. And so what we're going to do is we're going to get into, in, Ge in Genesis, where God uh, basically uh, had spoke to Adam. Um, and in that, he had indicated to him, as he breathed life into him and made him, he said, you know, let us, he was speaking of the, the triangle trinity, he was talking about the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, basically being that Jesus was there in the beginning because Jesus is God, made uh, in flesh to come here on the earth during his time. So, therefore, uh, obviously, you know, he was there at the beginning along with the Holy Spirit, so the Triangle Trinity. But in that, he, he breathed life into his nostrils and he gave him life, gave man life. Okay, at that point, then as time goes on, um, there were a time where, you know, after he started naming some of the animals and doing some of the things that was necessary, God realized that he needed a woman, so he made Eve. And then, of course, we know basically the, the major part of the story is, is that at that point, Eve got tricked by the serpent, uh, which at that time was not on his belly. 
Because if he was, God wouldn't have said, okay, from this point on, you will go, you are going to uh, be on your belly and you will eat dirt, meaning that he's going to be low to the dust and the dirt. So, obviously, he wasn't to begin with. And because he's, he's subtle, because he's conniving and that type, he ended up basically doing is tricking and lying to, uh, to Eve. And then Eve... And Adam, when they spoke to God about it, and he'd asked them, you know, who told you that this this uh, tree was good to eat? And they said, well, the serpent, you know. And so, obviously, they got kicked out of the uh, the garden. And, obviously, that was the first sin because when God said don't do something and you'd want to hit and do it, that's basically uh, a violation of the law that that God gives us. And he does it for our good. He doesn't do it because he's trying to be ugly or mean. So, therefore, uh, because of that, that became sin. Well, that sin then is where we ended up, you know, losing our lives in it. Because God said, um, if you eat of this fruit, you shall surely die. And I think a lot of people, when they realize that he ate the fruit along with his wife Eve, that they didn't die instantly. As a matter of fact, they lived to be 800 and some years old after that. But, um, you know, the thing is, is that what we need to understand is that Adam and Eve, for whatever reason, uh, decided, well, I mean, actually, if you really get technical, Adam lived to be 930, but according to the scripture. So that gave them the time then to have more children, etc. The main concern that I've got here is, is that people don't always understand everything that they see or read or hear. And so this is one of the reasons why our podcast is to be able to teach you, uh, to explain some things to you, and to kind of give you some general information. So Adam and Eve ended up being kind of more or less tossed out of the garden um, for a more polite way, I guess, of just being slightly kicked out. And then God guarded that, uh, I mean, guarded the, um, the garden with angels uh, so that no one else could get back into it for a while. So, obviously, this is where uh, we end up having to work for our food and toil and, you know, and, and work with this, uh, the sweat of our brow because this is what he said. He said from this point on. So, you know, they were embarrassed uh, in the garden when he had talked to them and he asked them, you know, why are you hiding? And, you know, they said, well, we're naked. And he said, well, how do you know you're naked? Because they had no fear of that. They had no concerns about it. Um, there was no shame or anything at that point. But all of a sudden, all of those things started to come into effect the minute that they sinned. And isn't it amazing that when we sin, that inner spirit, usually we consider it to be our uh, intuition, but truthfully it's, it's the Holy Spirit kind of putting a, um, uh, not a condemnation, but a conviction upon our, our soul that or spirit that we are maybe not quite doing what we know we shouldn't do. In other words, if we know right and wrong, like for instance, you, you go to the store and you decide that you want to, you know, buy some apples, but in the process you eat one of them, but you don't tell anybody about it. You know, and, and in truth, I mean, in a roundabout way, whether you whether you realize it or not, whether you want to admit it or not, you, you know, you stole it. So, uh, without paying for it. And you may have a conviction about that. And if that happens, that's the Holy Spirit speaking to you, saying, you know, you did wrong. Now, one of two things. You either got to make it right by going and paying for it, or two, if you don't go there, you at least need to take it to God and ask for forgiveness. 
That's sin, okay? And we are born into sin. This is why we die prematurely. And you say, well, wait a minute, wait a minute, Phil. If, what do you mean we're dying prematurely? Well, it simply means that if we live to 80 years, 90 years old, that's still premature. Even Adam and Eve to this day, if they had not sinned, would still be here. I know that might be a little bit hard for some people to swallow, but think about it. If there was no sin, there would be no reason for death. Because they died prematurely, even though you may say, well, premature, that's not a bad life. I mean, Adam lived 930 years. Yes, but he still died, and he didn't have to. See, God did not intend man to die like that. So, therefore, sin creates death. It's sickness, disease, and death. And it's all because of the enemy trying to get back at God for all of this to begin with. Okay, so with that, we're going to move forward because there's some other things that you need to hear and understand. So give me two seconds here. I'm going to get you a a scripture verse here. Okay, now, you remember I told you that, um, you know, God um, putting Adam and Eve into the garden and that uh, through that, Satan fell. Now, he's created many issues. Uh, He's fallen more than once, actually, because even Jesus said he saw him fall as lightning from heaven. And that was in uh, Luke 18. I'm sorry, Luke 10, uh, verse 18. And, um, you know, there, Lucifer uh, was known as the bearer of light. And now he's known as the prince of darkness. Jesus is known as the prince of light. Um, so what you got to do is you got to remember, uh, God bring him down in Ezekiel 28, 13. And if you have the opportunity to get in and look at some of those, that's fine. Uh, you know, but God's not stupid into the fact that he, you know, he realizes, he realizes from the very beginning that Satan was going to end up creating issues and problems for us. This is one of the reasons why in Ephesians um, that he tells us to put on the whole armor. Uh, many of you might be familiar with these scripture verses, maybe not. If you're not, it's in chapter uh, 6. Uh, verses 10 through basically, I guess, about 10 through um, 17. And uh, it simply says this. It says, finally, my brethren, this is, and he says, uh, put on the whole armor of God. And first of all, we need to understand that it's not our armor, it's God's armor. Okay? Um, but you might be able to fight against the whales, or that's the trials, troubles, and tribulations of the devil. So it's mentioned right there, the devil. Okay, in verse 12 it says, We wrestle not against flesh and blood. So our problem isn't against your husband, your wife, your aunt, your uncle, your co-worker, your boss, your, you know, your kids, whatever. Okay, it's a spiritual battle. He's trying to create friction in, in creating problems for people in general. Okay, so our principalities and powers that we fight against, it says we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, and against the rulers of darkness of this world and against spiritual wickedness in high places. He says, Therefore, take unto you the whole armor of God that you might be able to stand in the evil day. And having done all to stand, stand therefore, having on your loins um, girt about with truth and having on the breastplate of righteousness, And our feet shod with the preparation of the gospel. In other words, know what you're saying when you get out there. Don't just walk out there and not be able to have any idea what it is that you're going up against. Because, you know, you will lose that battle. Then again, it says, above all, taking the shield of faith, 
where which you should be able to quench all of the fiery darts. That's the trials, the troubles, tribulations, and the wickedness that he comes at you with every day. And taking the helmet of salvation and the word of God, which is the sword of God. And uh, that way you can pray always with all types of prayer, supplication in the spirit. And we're into all perseverance. And um, you'll be able to, as a saint, as a, as a uh, born-again child of God, be under God's protection and be there to be protected. Now, the, the whole idea behind the armor is, in a sense, it's not the physical armor. But again, if you kind of typically look at it, you've seen the days of the Knights of the Round Table type of thing, or uh, maybe Roman gladiators, people who who have the helmets and the shield and the swords. You know, if you take a think about it, you know, if you've got the armor on and you're facing the enemy, and because it's God's armor, and you have that face shield down, where really Satan doesn't, in a sense, really know who's in there because he can't see in there. He doesn't know if that's God in there or if that's you. So just about, you know, you might want to think about that. Now, it always is indicating, though, the armor to protect the front of you. So that means never turn your back on him because you're exposed with no armor and he can attack you. So always face the enemy. And that's why it says to stand. Therefore, after you've done all there is, stand and face your enemy. And... um, when you rebuke, bind, cast out, and various things of that nature through the power of the blood and through the name of Jesus, which is the, the name above every name, you're going to win. You're going to have a better victory in it. I can tell you that right now. I can see that our time is like flat getting away from us here. But we've got some things coming up real soon, and we're going to be doing some things that... Um, are probably going to continue to expand on some of these areas about the enemy here. But also, uh, just to let you know that in the very near future, some of the lessons, uh, some of the things that we're going to be speaking on, if, if I put it this way, different episodes that we're going to be utilizing, um, will be, well, we got one coming up here not too long from now um, on Psalms um, 91. Names of demons, spirits, and uh, other evil. There will probably be a two-part in that because it's a rather lengthy one. There will be one on depression, oppression, obsession, and possession. These are the four things that people have issues with and don't realize. So, again, these are just a few of the titles of some of the things that we're going to be speaking on. We've got some coming up on the Holy Spirit. We've got some on the Blood Covenant. We have some coming up where we're going to have special guests coming in. And uh, obviously, we're, you know, we're going to be uh, speaking with them. Some of them will be testimonies. We might even, my wife or, or myself, either one. Uh, Kay's got a good testimony. I've got a good testimony. So we may even use those sometime just to, to kind of give you a little bit more insight on us. We also want you to remember not to uh, not to forget to go to, when you're on iTunes, to give us a five-star rating. Uh, go in and uh, like us on Facebook. We are getting that established. We haven't completely finished our website. Um, though, again, maybe by the time this gets aired, you know, our website will be up, and that will be good, too. Uh, we do have an area where you can go in to contact us. Uh, please go in there and uh, email us if you'd like, and um, there's a spot there to email us, and we'll get back with you. We're interested in hearing what you've got to say. We want feedback on that. 
some ideas and suggestions maybe that uh, some things that you'd like to hear and we can uh, you know potentially teach on so again these are things that we're looking to do uh, we on we honor you for uh, being here today again to listen to it I know that our first one a couple of days ago was basically just for the purpose of kind of an introduction to letting you know who we are that we're a brand new podcast but we're not old in that uh, we've been around for a long time doing podcasting um, it's just that we've been around in ministry for many many years you know my wife and I both over 40 years apiece have been involved in one type or another uh, of being a Christian and being involved in ministry so Anyway, those are things that we're kind of looking to do. We have a stuff that we want to talk about a little bit later on, too, that, uh, you know, we're open to ministering. If there's people out there that are hearing this and uh, they'd like to have us come in and, and minister on areas of faith or some healing or if they want to have us come in and maybe just um, do a small seminar on uh, the basic foundations of faith or on uh, the blood covenant or speaking on um, witchcraft or demons and angels, uh, spiritual warfare, uh, we'd be more than happy to do that. Just uh, go to our webpage at uh, www.victoryinfaithnow.org and uh, you can also go to our our contact page and uh, notify us, get in touch with us, and we'd be happy to uh, make arrangements to to come out and speak. We we do some of the traveling and we do some speaking at uh, various churches, and so we'd be happy to come and do that with you. Just, um, you know, let us know so that we can get in touch with you and make arrangements to, you know, do whatever's necessary to set up the meetings. Um, because we do a lot of uh, a lot of that type of thing, and, um, you know, nationally and internationally. So, uh, the other thing is, is that uh, as time goes on here in the next mm, probably couple of weeks or so, we're going to get into some real in-depth type of teaching. Uh, we're trying to keep things a little bit light to start only because we kind of want to let people know where we're coming from. But if we dove directly into some extremely deep, uh, you know, demonic activity of things, people probably go like, nah, I don't think so. I don't want to hear them anymore. <laughs> but... You know, we're not playing with Ouija boards or doing seances or, you know, mixing up stuff in a, you know, in a big tub uh, with warts on our nose and stirring sticks. So, you know, on the contrary, we're actually trying to um, to make you aware of some of that kind of stuff, which still is out there and that, um, you know, the greater one lives within you. Now, again, let me say this before I close. I'll give you a couple of information, a couple of pieces of information. Uh, Kay may be with me on this next episode. And um, if she is great, um, sometimes she can't always be available to do that, and that's fine because uh, it's going to go forward regardless whether we have a host or guest host uh, or uh, just a guest come in and to, to talk and whatever. But um, we are going to, like I say, be speaking on some of these other subject matters uh, probably coming up. I'm not sure if it'll be this next week or not, but I know we're going to get into the uh, names of demons and uh, some of the reasons for what they do and why they do what they do. We're going to have some on uh, some teachings in areas of um, probably uh, generational curses, just a lot of different things. I mean, just a lot of different things. It's very, very interesting program. So if you get a chance... They're only going to average between 30 to 40 minutes along each anyway, so we just want to get some feedback from you as well. So 
with that, let me just say this. Um, you know, I do want to say with this episode number two, uh, the title on this is God of This World, and that's what Satan is, um, and Sin and Death. So, you know, we're going to try to go on ahead and get into some more of this. We may even do a part one, part two on this because uh, we didn't really get into nearly as much of the in-depth of it that I'd like. So we'll just classify this as a possibility that this would be considered to be part one. And I think what we'll do is probably on Friday the um, the 10th, we will do part two. So, again, remember, to start with at least, now we may be doing a five-day show later on, Monday through Friday, but right now we're going to do three a week. <clears throat> so we'll have uh, three episodes a week, and that will be on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Friday. And depending on how much feedback we get from you and how interested you are, we'll determine whether or not we do five or not. Um, we'd like to, but we don't want to start off that way until we've had an opportunity to, you know, to expose a little bit of the uh, programming of what we got to do and what we can offer. All right, so let me just say this. I'm going to um, do a, a small little uh, ending prayer, mainly just to, uh, which we like to do on this anyway, regardless uh, what type of programming and who we've got on or whatever. But uh, And that is to just give you an opportunity as uh, a, a believer, if you've kind of fallen backwards and maybe haven't been living life the way that you should, you feel a little bit of conviction in it, that's fine. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. That's just God. But I just wanted you to know that, you know, you can come back to God at any time and ask for forgiveness, and it's going to be taken care of for you. All right? Um, again, if you have a desire to do that and you want us to know about that, we'd appreciate it. You don't have to give, leave your name or anything like that, but you can go in and leave us an email in our contact page. Give us a little spot down at the bottom where you can put in a, uh, a little bit of a, a slight bit of information, you know, a brief note of some type in there. Um, it's not a blog. We're going to have that set up later. But, um, you know, that way you can give us some information about the fact that, yes, um, I was that way. I've decided to listen to a couple of your programs or that uh, I've been under conviction and I want to start going back to church or I want to get, you know, my life straightened back around. And so I rededicated my life and I'm just wanting to let you know that. And that's fine because we'll let people know that we got that type of response, but we don't need to let anybody know and we won't let them know. Uh, you know, your names or anything like that or your email addresses. We don't do any of that kind of stuff. Again, if you have a desire to help support this ministry, we'd appreciate it. We don't expect you to. This is free. Um, but what we do is uh, we do have to have some expenses that we need to cover. And so, you know, whether it's a dollar, uh, you know, or a or $1,000, it makes no difference. Uh, if you want to become a partner with us in our ministry and uh, give a certain amount on a monthly basis, um, you know, we'd like to get, uh, you know, at least maybe about 40 or 50 people, 100 people, whatever, to give maybe, you know, even $15 a month. That's 50 cents a day. I mean, you can't even get a, a Big Mac for that anymore. <laughs> so. Um, anyway, but I mean, you know, it, that's, that's fine and that's up to you. And then what we do at the end of the year, because we are uh, a nonprofit organization, we will go on ahead and provide that money for the services of being able to continue this, this prog uh, podcast and to cover some of our expenses that we need to cover. And on top of all of that, we'll also uh, send you out through your email a, um, uh, a statement at the end of the year so that uh, when it comes time for you to do taxes, at least here in the United States, you'll be able to do that, okay? Um, you can do that through PayPal. 
I just I was just show you that you know we're on the up and up. We're not asking for checks in the mail or any of that kind of stuff like that. So um, you know that way it's uh, you know it's accountable and we're accountable and so on and so forth. Okay. So and those of you who may or may not have decided to take the leap of saying, okay, I want to become a Christian. I want Jesus to forgive me of my sins. I want to um, ask for forgiveness and know that I have an assurance that when I die. Uh, regardless of when it might be or how long it's going to be before that happens or how it's going to be, those are not important. What's important is is that if you dedicate your life to God and through Jesus Christ you accept him as your Savior and the blood that he shed for that reason for your sins, all we ask is that if you do that, please let us know so that we can uh, you know, rejoice with you in that. And if you do that, let me just say this. And just, just say this and, and follow with me. It's real simple. Father, just say, Father, I, I come to you and I ask for your son, Jesus Christ, who I knew died for me and I knew was, was dead for three days and then was raised after he was crucified and to go forward and to be with you in heaven. But I believe that he died for my sins. And therefore, I come to you, Jesus, and I ask you, Lord, to be the Lord of my life, to forgive me of all my sins. There's no sin so bad, so great, so black that you have ever done or have ever thought about doing that Jesus can't wipe it clean. And it's a clean slate. God says that when you pray, if you ask for forgiveness, he forgets it. As far as the east is from the west. So it's forgiven. You can't come to him five minutes later, even though the enemy might try to convince you that it wasn't done by, by trying to convince you that you're still guilty of something. Just ignore that. Rebuke him and bind him and cast him out and tell him right there, I'm in the blood. I am under the umbrella of protection. I am a Christian now. And because of that, you can't bother me anymore. So therefore... You need to leave. And I rebuke you in Jesus' name. And use the name. Don't try to do it in your own power. You can't do that. Use the name and tell them, I am a new creature. I am born again. And Jesus will walk with you, talk with you, and help you. He'll be there to support you. The Holy Spirit will come in and minister with you. And God, you will, you will become part of God's family. You are, in truth, born again, and will go to heaven. So all you got to do is just do those few things. Just simply believe that Jesus died for you, admit it, ask for forgiveness, ask him to forgive you, and take away your sins. And um, you're part of the family. That's it. That's pretty much about it. So with that, I just say simple amen. Maybe in a month, maybe a couple months, we're going to try to be doing some live stuff, or even if it's pre-recorded, but we'll be doing some talk. Uh, program where we actually have call in coming and that way you can call in and actually speak to us a little bit and um, that way we'll be able to dis discuss different subjects or situations with you and explain some things maybe over the phone uh, I think that'll be of an interest too it's coming uh, it won't be right away but uh, but it's it, we're, it's in the works uh, so we get some irons in the fire there for it okay so anyway with all of that I just want to say have a blessed day um, and we just want to know want you to know that we love you Kay and I are praying for you. We may not know who you are, but we know that you're out there. We know that you're listening to us. And we know that if you desire to contact us, we definitely will get back with you.
That's a promise. And uh, we love you. So have a blessed day. God be with you. And don't forget, keep the faith. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. God bless. We thank you for the time you've spent with us on this episode of Victory in Faith Now. Our desire is to honor God by promoting victory in your life, by teaching that all can be healed according to the word of faith. Also, by reaching out to the world, to all in need of Jesus Christ. Reverend Phil and Kay Hughes speak for you. A deeper spiritual walk of faith, power and authority for all who know Jesus is Lord, and salvation for all those who don't. May God's very best be yours. Now, a closing comment from your hosts, Reverend Phil and his wife, Kay Hughes. Okay, uh, just wanted to let you know that uh, we are, <coughs> again... Uh, getting ready to finish up our program here. So just wanted to say, again, thank you for being here. Thank you for coming in and listening. And like I said, again, as a reminder, uh, when you go into iTunes, if you're listening to it on that, uh, give us a give us a grade. and give us a four or five star, at least so that we can begin to develop, build up uh, a rapport with them and uh, kind of move up the scale uh, of popularity in our show. Would be uh, be highly appreciated. Um, let me also say uh, that uh, Kay and I really appreciate you coming in and listening to us, and hopefully you're learning something. Again, uh, as we continue, we probably will do part two of God of this world, uh, death and sin, uh, or sin and death. Um, so just to let you know, uh, that will probably be on Friday the 10th of uh, June uh, 2020. So, Anyway, with that, I just wanted to say, too, let me give you an opportunity to take advantage of something here. We um, also do some things on the side where we can kind of help bring some income of our own in. Uh, we are associates with Legal Shield. Now, if you may or may not be familiar with them, they are a legal service been around since 1972, so I'm not going to do a big full-blown commercial here. But if you have any need for your will to be done, your wife's will to be done, power of attorney, um, health derivative, any of those kind of things, this can all be done for free. Um, that's right, free, F-R-E-E, free. Uh, you do have to have a membership, and the membership does cost you a monthly, but there's so much that you can see and do. Um, if you'd go to our website, let me give it to you. It's called Legal Shield, and you can just put in my name. It's Philip, P-H-I-L-I-P-J, uh, as in John, Hughes, H-U-G-H-E-S. And then you put in dot legal Shield, that's L E G A L S H I E L D, and then associate, spelled A S S O C I A T E, and that's dot com. And my website will come up. You'll have a picture of me there as well. 
but also you'll be able to go in and you can see about the different things that we offer. And we have identity theft. We have the Legal Shield plan. You can see videos on it. You can read the uh, tutorials on it. Um, you can even become an associate. We have plans for long-haul truck drivers, for small business owners. We have a plan for uh, employers, for the employees as an employee benefit. Just a lot of different things. So, again, if you just go there um, and take a look at it, make a decision, and if it's something you want to do, you can actually do it online. You don't even need to contact me directly. But, um, you know, you can do, really do it right there online. But you can do everything that you need to do with a company that's been around for more than 40 years for about $20, $25 a month, something like that. I mean, that's less than a dollar a day. You can't even go out with your family or even a husband and wife anymore and hardly eat uh, a dinner for less than that. And that's a one-time thing, you know, and it's done. This it also takes care of your social security issues, uh, IRS auditing, um, unlimited consultation with an attorney. I mean, just a bunch of different things. I could go on and on just, you know, on that alone, but that's not what our program's about. So I just wanted to give that option to you. And if you decide that uh, you want to get in there and even be an associate and make some extra money, you can sign up and do that as well. So I appreciate it. Um, if you take a look at that, it'll help you and your family. And uh, definitely... Um, and this is good anywhere in the United States, so it's just kind of like having AAA in a sense. Um, you get a card, and no matter where you go in the United States, even if you transfer or you move to another state in the United States um, or four provinces of Canada, uh, you can utilize the Legal Shield activity. So it's a great, great product. My wife and I both have had it for more than 15, 16 years or so now ourselves, and we use it, and it's really great. So with that, again, I say God bless you. We shall see you on the next episode, which will be episode three. And until then, keep the faith.